into the straight and it's in the Congo from in second position Malkovich big parade and then came further back to Isotope away game overpass looking for an inside run Shelby 66 into the clear it's in the Congo from big parade Shelby 66 is coming after them Shelby 66 goes after big parade in the Congo fighting on Shelby 66 put the nose in front wow from a highway horse to group one hero today Shelby 66 beat big parade and in the Congo followed by Brooklyn Hustler then came over past Bellucci Bay Bella Nipotina rule of law then came away game from Paolelli Malkovich Jamea and Isotope giving ground and Ballistic Lover pulled up pretty sharply it's pretty hard to find superlatives or describe this story, this Shelby 66 story. I think, firstly, we should just outline to the listeners this horse's record prior to yesterday in his last five runs. He was $11 in a highway on the 5th of February and ran 5th. He was $12 in a highway at Rose Hill on the 19th of February and ran 2nd. Then on a heavy 10, he won at Randwick in a highway, $3.10 favourite. Then, of course, was nearly the giant killer behind Eduardo, second in the challenge, then won the Morris McCartan last Saturday, and here he is in the Group 1 Galaxy yesterday. This is a story and a half. Danny Williams is the trainer. He joins us now. Morning, Danny. Uh, good morning, David. Good, good morning, Ben. Good morning, listeners. Well, astonishing. Uh, yeah, well, uh, astonishing is the word, and, and as Ben said at the start of the show, you wouldn't have been listening then, uh, it's almost so far the story of the carnival. He just keeps turning up, going to the next level. I mean, for you, uh, what are you feeling? What, what are your What are your thoughts? Are you, pride would be one of them, I would imagine. No, oh, look, I'm blown away. It, it's it's very surreal at the moment. I, you know, you 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 go to the races. It's you know, we work very hard um, in in the racing industry. You get up very early in the morning. You work long days. And we battle away, and uh, we got to the point where we, we we felt that this opportunity, these sorts of opportunities, would never come along again. And it just an incredible ride the last three weeks. I just can't believe it. Daniel, I reckon this is uh, the feel-good story of uh, racing. You know, for the last couple of years, it's it's just sensational what you've done with this horse. Congratulations! Um, I must say, it is the most unconventional racing preparation I think I've ever seen. I mean, did you did you did you have any idea, sort of, four or five weeks ago, that that uh, you know you're going to be you know racing him week after week after week, or you know what? What sort of led you to this? I mean, was it heavy tracks? Was it the fact he performed so well in that challenge? Was there something you saw earlier? Just just run us through this preparation. Well, I, I think I think it comes back to um, chance and luck. Um, we've always had a, a preparation similar to this. It's it's not so much that we've changed anything in particular. It comes back to luck. We we were trying to get an opportunity to race in what they have here in New South Wales called the Country Championships. And he was a horse that we tried to get in last year. And uh, unfortunately, after his first start, he ran third at Randwick in a highway. He quarter-cracked his foot. And unfortunately, um, the more we pushed the horse to try and get into the races, the more things started to happen. And another two runs in, he quarter-cracked his foot again half a centimetre in front of the other quarter crack. 
and he wasn't able to get to the country championships last year. And this year, we, we, we tried to get him in, but unfortunately, he didn't have a high enough benchmark. So we programmed to try and have an, a second throw at the stumps at the wild card at Scone, which is today. Um, and unfortunately, the horse um, had some bad luck and continued to either get interfered with or didn't get a high enough rating. And when he won at Randwick, a highway, we thought, well, that might be good enough to get him a run in the wild card. So we thought, we'll stick with our program. And this is where luck's come about, that um, we looked at what was coming up and there wasn't a great lot for him. We were looking for a wet track and we threw a nomination in for the challenge. I did a bit of homework and the last five years there were only six runners. So I thought, well, why not send him around in that? We'll pick prize money up and we'll give him a good hit out. So um, the rest is history, really. The horses run out of his skin and <laughs> unexpectedly nearly beat the, the two best horses going around over 1,100. So we've just been on a ride ever since. And Daniel, I think um, you've been on a ride with this horse, but but personally as well, um, you know, when just for our listeners that are, that are not aware, when you had, um, you know, that, that terrific horse of yours, Hot and Hazy, uh, unfortunately killed, uh, you know, in a race fall, uh, I get the feeling without sort of having talked to you about this before, you, you, you know, you, you, you were in a, not a great way yourself, I guess, mentally, and, and it was a real, really challenging time, as it, as it would be in those circumstances. But do you sort of you reflect on those moments now? You, you've sort of scaled, I suppose, racing's Mount Everest and won a Group 1. Does, does your mind sort of flicker back to those times as well? Oh, look, no doubt about that. It sort of really come out in me last Saturday week when I won the Morris McCartan. I've, you know, I've been in racing a long time. I've always been very passionate about it and I'm a very determined person. I, I rode as an amateur for, for a number of years. I used to go to the Cairns Amateurs quite often and I went professional and, and then when I was training, I used to come to Brisbane quite a lot for the carnival up there. I think nine of the 14 years um, that I was here in Goulburn and you know we had some very good horses in that time and we raced in group races we had a lot of success we had some very good betting plungers and and then the last four years have been um, pretty tough um, financially we went and spent a lot of money on credit uh, it put us into a lot of debt uh, which we've been struggling to pay off ever since it affected my business. Uh, we finally got an opportunity to get a horse like Hot and Hazy who looked as a way out of a financial situation and to have a, a really good horse that you felt something good about and wanting to continue on because I got to the stage where I, I, I guess our business wasn't going as well and we were thinking about what we were going to do. We gave ourselves a five-year um, goal to try and achieve something. And if, if, if that didn't achieve in that five years, I was going to give it away. And with Hot and Hazy coming along, it, it, it um, yeah, it was a, a bright light to us. And then to be taken away as he was, 
you know, I was in quite a low time of my um, my whole life, and, and you know, it's it's a very dark period that I wouldn't like anyone to go through. And you know, I've had a really severe injury in that period of time. I nearly lost my life uh, breaking my pelvis on a horse that bucked, and and uh, yeah, it's been a really tough time. And 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 I reflected back on that last Saturday. I got I got a bit emotional, and you know to to come out and win a group one race yesterday and what's happened in the last three weeks alone has just been an amazing turnaround. You've always been refreshingly honest in a a world where, or an industry where there's a lot of BS spoken, whether it's good or bad, but you've always worn your heart on your sleeve. You've never minded saying what's going on, fair dinkum in your life. By being as honest to yourself and and to to the public, does that help you... uh, through tough times to the say well at least you know my conscience is clear I'm telling everyone what's going on oh look it's it's each for all um depending on how people want to handle it when when we when we lost hot and hazy I I really that um Pat Webster approached me and, and 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 Reverend Colin from Racing New South Wales and they they wanted to try and console me and, 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 and help me through it. But really, I needed, I needed my own space to grieve. And, um, you know, when you lose something like that in an animal, I'm sure that most people can relate to that when you're very close to that animal, whether it's family, a friend, or, or relatives that pass away, it can be very similar. And, you know, I, I, I didn't handle it very well. I really didn't want the help. I, I really wanted my own privacy at the time. And, it was a very tough time to get through, but um, everyone's, you know, for themselves, how they cope with those sorts of things. But um, racing is a very supportive community. Danny, the big question everyone wants to know, what's your horse running in next Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been asked that a few times since. Um, unfortunately, he's weighed out for next week, so we can't run him next week. And, um, look, there's a possibility we, we we may have a meeting with the remain with the rest of the owners to um, determine whether we pay up for the late entry fee for the TJ. That's certainly now on the cards. Um, we'll just have to wait until perhaps later in this week to see what the weather's going to do. If it appears as though it's going to be a wet week preceding that, well then we may pay up. 55,000 for the late entry four weeks ago, maybe a bit more, particularly when the noms closed for that race. I think there were $195 to nominate. Um, we were trying to win a race at the Sapphire Coast. <laughs> what happened that day at the Sapphire Coast? Jeez, he must have been something beaten there. <laughs> maybe he's come back in class. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think we've seen a horse whose rating, the handicap rating, has gone up so much in such a short time. I think he was a 96 going to yesterday. How many points will he cop after yesterday in a group one? Well, I haven't spoken to Ben Dunn yet, but um, I still uh, I still have to send him the, the, the bottle of Scotch whiskey for the first one. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, he was a 62 um, country raider leading into the challenge states. I thought he was particularly well looked after after that. I did expect him to get quite a bit more. Um, oh, look, 
I, I'm not sure. It makes it makes the future very exciting, but at the same time, as a trainer, you know, if you came back into reality, it's very difficult to try and place in the future. So I think for the short time, we're looking at continuing that and keeping him running. And I know how difficult it is and what things can happen if you stop horses and try and mollycollar them and try and look after them. Things can go wrong. So I think whilst he's enjoying what he does and he's pulling up so well, he licked the plate last night. So I've never seen him better yesterday. The horse arrived at the races and I was confident he'd run well because he was that happy and bright himself. And if he's coming through races like that and going to the races, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, you might even see me up there for the Stradbroke. Well, that would be delightful because uh, he has captured the imagination of the Australian uh, racing industry. Uh, yours is a, uh, when I say a good story, yours is a, a fascinating story and uh, you've spoken very openly this morning, which I, I expect nothing less. Thanks for your time. You've got a fit, healthy horse and maybe the ride's not over yet. It's almost one of these stories. Do you ever wake up and say, it is real, I'm not dreaming. <laughs> well, that goes through my mind of a daytime, let alone waking up. <laughs> um, look, it, I guess for anyone listening out there that's battling along and and going through the grind of training horses, you've just got to have a go. And I think that's what we did when we ran in the challenge stakes. And if you don't have a go, you never know. So, I, you know, I applaud anyone that... Um, you know, is, 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 is going out there and, and, and taking that chance. Good on you, mate. Thanks for joining Thank us. You.